good to go. Well, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome. You. Welcome. Welcome back, guys. We're, we're really excited to have you after a great week of college football. We're going to talk about the games last week. We're going to get into the games this week. Uh, the one and only Will Hollum is back to join us this week for uh, once good, good for all. So we're excited he's back. It's going to be a great episode. We're excited y'all are here. Um, we'll start with Will. Will, what you do last weekend? Kind of give us an update on your life. How's it going? Where you been? Busy week, busy week. Uh, work stuff in Jackson. Um, yeah. Just kind of hung out. It was kind of the first weekend I didn't travel in a minute. So it was a nice, relaxing, calm weekend. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, do, you, you just chilled in Jackson? You're not going to tell fun. us. You're not going to tell us about the excitement you had in your bedroom. Oh. Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> Will had a visitor in his bedroom this weekend. Will had a visitor in his bedroom this weekend. <laughs> the funny last thing is, night, Will had a visitor in his bedroom last night. Is that correct? It's two nights ago. Oh, Will, two nights Will ago. Came, Will's visitor came back for more, and when Will wasn't even there. So. I had just lit, left my house to go pick up dinner and I get a text from one of my roommates saying that there's a snake in the house. And I'm thinking, <laughs> quit, let me tell my story. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, one got into the front door, whatever. It's probably in the main room. No, they said, Will, it's in your room. <laughs> And I get pictures of it just slithering around on my iPad because I had it on the nice. floor. And yeah, so we called one of our friends who is a snake lover. I don't know why, but he tried to catch it. And before he could, it slithered back into a crack in the wall. So the snake is, yep. There it is. There it is. There it is. There she blows. I've heard, I've heard it's a good snake and... It doesn't bite, and they're nice, but I don't believe it. So that would be a king snake. Yes, I you could play with it. Like it'd be a good companion for you. Uh, thanks, I'm it good. Would be something to cuddle up with on a warm night or a cold night. Hey, you don't have to worry about. Will actually did have a real snake in his room. It was not a female. Yeah. Um. You at you you do um. I lost my train of thought. Good. Oh, you won't, You don't have to worry about rats or anything. That is true. But then I thought, okay, I, I, I'm not worried about that snake. But if that snake can get in my house, what well, else can get in my house? Well, king snakes eat bad snakes. They eat like they eat venomous snakes. So, mm. so maybe you should keep it around. Oh. Does the snake have a name yet? Uh, no. <laughs> Leave me alone. Stay in the walls. Love it. Hey, do we have the link for the live stream? Oh, yeah. Shoot. I'll send it y'all's way. My bad. My B. Addison, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, I watched a lot of college football. Love it. I ate some barbecue. Nice. Um, I miss Ribcage in Oxford. That's the first restaurant I've ever I ever went to in Oxford. I miss it. I miss Oxford Ribcage. Uh, Moses just not as good. Not as good. Uh, I always forget that. Um, shoot, why am I going brain dead right now? What's what's the restaurant we like to get burgers at when we're hungover? <laughs> Handy Andy. Handy Andy. That's a barbecue place. I've never had barbecue from there. 
The barbecue there is pretty good. Oh, I've yeah, never, it's really good. I've never had the barbecue there. Um, not, I, I still think Bees has the best barbecue. In- oh, yeah, but it's not like a restaurant, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it has you can it has tables, it has chairs. It, it does, but it's a buffet, and it's not like that's not what I was going for. Just go sit down and, and watch football. We don't have a good barbecue place where we can do that. You can't really you can't really do that at Handy Andy. Do they even have TV? Yeah. They have like one. Yes, TV. they have TVs. They, they have, have one TV. TV. Uh, one, okay. They have one TV. Um, yeah, and it's usually like on the weather place. or something. We could use another barbecue place. I mean, Mississippi in general just isn't that big on barbecue like as Alabama and Tennessee are. It's kind of strange. Yeah, as for, like for restaurants, but the gas stations always have it and very good. Sure. Gas station food in Oxford's low key pretty good though. Well, we got Mississippi, off on a nice Mississippi has the best gas station food in in the lower 48. I would agree with that. Yeah. The lower 48. And, and the, and the you think Alaska, United States. Does Alaska and Hawaii rival it? I mean, do they have good I don't, gas I don't, I don't Ooh, know. I bet Hawaii has good bar. Yeah, I bet Hawaii has good like gas station food. I don't know why. Oh, I bet they do too. And I bet they have good barbecue. All right, Thomas, your weekend so we can get back on my, track. My weekend was good. Um, Friday, I cooked dinner for what was supposed to be like five people turned into 12. So did some chicken kebabs, some corn hash, um, I think a salad. I don't really remember. Saturday, I watched some football. It was fun. Um, Sunday, you know, just some administrative tasks with the church, laundry, groceries, you know, the whole nine yards. But yeah, that's about it. Nothing too crazy. Fun. There's a, lot of great football. There's a lot of great yeah. football, and it really set us up for disappointment this coming Saturday. Yeah. I would agree with that. It was a great weekend. There were some awesome games. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a few ones here that surprise us that we'll talk about later, but we'll kind of get into it. Go ahead and start with Friday, Florida State at Louisville. Uh, Florida State, you know, comes to a victory. I believe they're – I didn't really watch this game, but didn't their starting quarterback go down? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Florida State, Florida State won the game with uh, – I'll talk more about this game later. It's going to be fun for me. Uh, but Florida State did win this game with a backup quarterback, along okay. with many other backups. Okay. Well, I had nothing to say about this game because I didn't watch it. But congratulations, Florida State. An average ACC game, just like they all are. There's nothing to add. They're all the same. All righty. I have more on the best. Okay. Will. Will, you know it would be amazing. Hmm. You take a girl on the date, you bring, <laughs> you bring her home, and there's a snake in your bedroom. <laughs> Could you imagine? And it's got, it needs to be like a, a, a prissy girl also that was just staying off camera. It was ruin, it was just ruin her night. What, what snake are you referring to, Addison? The king snake he's got living <laughs> in his bedroom. I know. Okay. Good job. You made your, you made your joke. Let's move All on. All right. So, Will's embarrassed. Speaking of embarrassing, Oklahoma destroys Nebraska 49 to 14. Um, Jeff Levy put on an offensive clinic, and what seems to have could not have gotten worse gets worse in Nebraska. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say other than that for that game. Well, Nebraska fired Scott Frost, and they stopped losing close games. <laughs> this is fair. I is mean, what's his name? Is what's his name the best first drive quarterback in the country? 
I think they've scored a touchdown every first drive this year. Well, I, I, or you could say that's a great scripter in Mark Whipple. <laughs> they have a great offensive script, and then once they have to adjust, and once talent comes Casey in, Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson. That's his name. The only reason I want to yeah. say Martinez, but that was their old quarterback. Well, yeah, now, that's Kansas State's quarterback. Yeah. I know now. <laughs> we didn't have that game on here, I don't think. But how about Tulane? Knocking off Addison's Big 12 champion. Hey, he just, that doesn't hurt him. That doesn't hurt him in the Big 12. Right? Yeah, it, it doesn't at all. Okay, so you Irrelevant. sound like Steve Sarkeesian. Just blaming these non-conference games, saying they don't matter? Okay, Steve. Oklahoma Oklahoma looks very impressive, though. Uh, actually, they look really good. They look better than they have at any point this year. Yeah. Uh, they'd been, they had been statistically the worst first-half football team in America. Uh, they're not that anymore. They look very good in the first half outside of that opening drive from Nebraska. Uh, they looked good. They were impressive. It was an impressive win on the road. Uh, they were fired up at Nebraska. The stands were, were, were going. The fans in the stands were going. Uh, it was a pretty raucous environment. So that was an impressive road win for Oklahoma to dominate the way they did. Addison, if you were a betting man, and I know you are, who would you say is going to be the next head football coach in Nebraska Cornhook? The Nebraska Cornhuskers. I saw a short list for them today. Um, I sent it. I really don't know. I mean, I just I have no idea what direction they want to go with their program. So, like, I wouldn't bet on it. But I tell you who I'd call. Did we talk about this last week either? I can't even remember. I'd call Dan Mullen. Hell no. I think. Why? I think I. I I didn't think about that, but Addison, that makes some sense to me too. Their perfect candidate is in the state over. They're going to hire Matt Campbell. He is the betting favorite right now. It's the perfect. It's a perfect fit. It's not like where he would. He he always kind of wanted to stay at Iowa State, but with this new conference restructuring, Nebraska. I mean, that's the perfect fit. They're desperate enough. They won't run him out after. He'll go ten and two there for perpetuity, and they will not fire him. All right, so thank he will you, not Big go Ten, 10 and two every year at Nebraska. Yes, he will. No, but no, no. This he is won't. what I think. This is well, let me. Can I say why? He'd I, no, Will, shut up and let Addison talk for a second, okay? I think <laughs> just based off recent history, um, Nebraska isn't going to get a ton of five stars and four stars recruiting wise. Dan Mullen is a great developer of football. I think you can get some some raw talent, some raw three stars to Nebraska. Um, if they, especially if they can figure out their NIL, they can get a little bit of players. He can develop, run his offense. He can do what he wants. He can win eight games a year at Nebraska. He can win eight games. I don't know if anybody's been ten games a year at Nebraska. This isn't 1996. Oh my gosh, Matt Camp. You just literally described Matt Campbell, and he's upper Midwest. He's a guy from Ohio. He knows the Big Ten. Dan Mullen has been out of football now for a year, and oh he's coached God. the SEC. We- he's coached in the SEC for the past like 13 years. Four, oh, 15, because he was at Florida before as an OC. I think Dan Matt Campbell knows the Matt Midwest. Campbell. Matt Campbell can develop a program. They will beat Matt. I mean, at Iowa State, I mean, that's kind of one of my picks. Ranked teams don't go in and win games in, at Iowa State. They'll lose to someone you don't think, but he, will, he would win nine to ten games a year in Nebraska. You want. I think that's a stretch, but I do think there's something to be said. I think Nebraska's boosters – are heavily invested in NIL. So I don't really know what's going to happen with them, but I think they'll be better than they have been in, what, since 2006, 2007? 
Well, they were good from like 08 to 15. Like okay. they averaged nine, 10 wins a year. Yeah, that was they had hard Oakley to do that. Then. Yeah. Um, for the record, for the record, keep an eye on Kansas coach. For the record, I'm not against Matt Campbell. I'm just saying I would call Dan Mullen and consider him. I think Dan Mullen's going to be coaching at an SEC job next year. Really? Yes. Missouri? Who? No. Auburn? Auburn? Nope. State? Mississippi State. Next year, Leach isn't getting fired this year. I don't think he's getting fired. I think he's going to retire. I think it's going to be one. There were those whispers last year. There were those whispers. He goes six and six, loses his third straight Egg Bowl. Do you think – Teach about pirates. Do you think if Dan Mullen went back to state, he could do what he did the first time there? What, like, I don't think he'll have the peak, but I think it'll have the same floor. I think he'll seven be seven and eight wins, seven, eight win program. I don't think the problem, too, is the SEC is it's just a completely different structure now because NIL has changed everything. It's way more competitive. State can't really compete in that type of water because those poor, poor bitches. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> But they're not organized for that type of stuff at all. I think he'd fit it perfect. I think he'd still make them relevant. Like they, states in danger of completely falling off and being the Vanderbilt of the West. So they need to figure out something. And why not go to the guy that you're one of the winningest coaches in MSU history? He'd certainly make things interesting. It would. We could see. I mean, I, I I could see that as a possibility. Also, I don't. I, for some reason, I think Leach has one more year. Maybe we'll find out in a couple months. <laughs> Does Dan Mullen even want to coach anymore? That's the thing too. Is we really don't know that. He might. He got a ton of money. He might be content being the an ESPN analyst. I mean, why not? He gets to see his kids grow up. He doesn't have to deal with. He doesn't like recruiting. He doesn't like recruiting. He hated recruiting. Yeah. So, I mean, that might be a thing where he just doesn't want to come back, even if, say, Nebraska or whoever offered him. Yeah. All right. Moving on. All right. Moving forward, Georgia versus South Carolina. This game isn't really worth talking about. Georgia's the best team in the country. South Carolina – is a middle tier, if not lower tier SEC team. This is exactly what was going to happen from the beginning. 48-7, Georgia was going to cover from the beginning. Yep, the NFL team against a college team. Nothing else I, you can – I don't have anything else to add. Uh, well, well, I will say this. I'll say this about uh, Georgia's quarterback. Do you all know – it was before this game, Stat. I don't know what it is now. Do you all know Stetson Bennett's average pass attempt yardage? Do not. 14 yards? No, no. I'm getting confused with somebody else. I don't know. Six. That's really bad. He's had a few, like, highlight plays, but consistently they're throwing screens and slants and just letting their playmakers go out. Well, that's all he has to do. Yeah, that's all he has to do. And to his credit, he looks a lot better than he did last year. Granted, he's not incredible, but he's he's decent. You know, he doesn't have to be great. Changing it – off of Georgia because they're the world beaters and whatever. They're unstoppable. I think we all kind of overvalued South Carolina a little bit. Um, yeah. You go back and look at their games last year, they got blown out by any team that had a pulse. 
they beat the teams that they should have beaten and they were equal or less than talent. They didn't, I don't think they upset anybody. Um, Cause I mean, it's just the SEC, the SEC East has been so bad. I mean, until like they just kind of, I don't fed know who we that. is. I don't know who we is when we'll talk about overvaluing South Carolina. Um, but I would like to people and move myself from, from that. Didn't you say South Carolina was going to cover versus Arkansas two weeks ago? Oh, you did say that. I did, but I didn't, I wasn't overvaluing them as far yeah, as obviously we all program. I picked Arkansas to cover that game. I did too. And I'm owning now. I'm, I'm like one for 50 this year. So you really shouldn't listen to anything I have to say, but. <laughs> But um, no, well, I'm looking at the schedule right now. They lost to they lost to Florida. They they lost Tennessee. They beat Vanderbilt. They, they beat, beat Auburn. I'm looking at 38-24 Florida. What year are you looking at, Thomas? October. Uh, I'm looking at 20, not 21. My bad. <laughs> All right, I they murdered South Carolina. I could not. Okay, doesn't matter. Let's talk about Purdue versus Syracuse because that was a really good game. This was a fun about, game. Don't argue with officials after the play has been decided yeah oh you'll be kicking off from your five yeah yeah you will be (laughs) kicking off from your five yard line up however many points with 50 seconds left and give them the chance to win the game and they did don't be an idiot they're up four points they just scored a touchdown with about 50 50 seconds left got two penalties had to kick from their own 10 Syracuse had great field position, went down, and was able to win the game. Perfect pass from Garrett Schrader, who has been – he's been a, a very good college quarterback this year. Yeah. State shouldn't have fired Joe Moorhead, but that's another discussion. Who Moorhead? Joe Moorhead. State uh, shouldn't have fired him. Cole just texted us 21 minutes into the show. Won't be able to make it tonight. That's on Thanks, you. Cole. That's on you. On me? Yes, for think – there was no chance he'd be here tonight. No, I mean, I knew that, but I just – I thought it was funny that he just now texted us uh-huh. after – obviously, like, obviously you're not going to be able to make it tonight, and now you text us. <laughs> Should I say all good? Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard for – for some reason he doesn't – communication is not good for – he's not good at that. It must be an only child thing. Um, uh, anyway, anyways, but, talk about – just quick segue. Talk about the college – like. Basketball blue bloods, you know, Duke, Kansas, Syracuse, all undefeated. I think North Carolina's undefeated too, right? North Carolina's undefeated too. Yeah. Uh, North Carolina hosts Notre Dame. More on that. Indiana's later. undefeated. More on that. Okay. Ole Miss is I, undefeated. This is true. Blue blood, <laughs> sweet 16 or bust. Not funny. NIT sweet right. 16. So this is my lock of the week BYU covering, and they lost by three touchdowns. So. <laughs> I thought we were all on Oregon. No, we were all on – I was total BYU. I picked Oregon. I thought when we talked about this, we definitely leaned toward – I thought we all leaned towards Oregon. Because we said this is the perfect letdown game for BYU. I picked BYU. Oh, Thomas. I know. I know. Well, Oregon Oregon is still – they're still like – I mean, they're not dead in the water. And I think no. the Pac-12 is – I think the Pac-12 is better than we give it credit for. I think Oregon's still alive. I think Utah's still alive. Um, well, I think there's still teams. When you say still alive, what does that mean? Still alive. I mean, they're they're still alive to go ten and two, nine and three. Okay. Like okay. They can I'm thinking ranked. playoff. They can yeah, be. I'm thinking playoff. Team. They could be. Utah. Only, be. I think I think USC is probably the only one in the Pac-12 that can make the playoff at this point. 
I could make an argument for Washington, but they what? But Washington's gonna, yeah. They're they're probably they're going to lose, but yeah, if, they if, are. If Penix proves to be what he did against Michigan State, they're gonna win a lot of games. Well, I but, think um, this. I think that I think there are four top twenty teams in the Pac-12. Okay, that's fair. USC, I would not call it. USC, Utah, Oregon, and Washington. I agree with two. I agree with three, potentially four. I don't think Utah is, and I don't think uh, uh, Oregon. You don't think they're a top 20 team? Uh, I think Oregon's going to lose this week, and we'll get into that. But that's I think they're going to be a very bipolar team. They're going to have weeks where they did what they did to BYU, and then they're going to turn around and lose to Washington State and Pullman. You could be right on Oregon. I wouldn't argue that take. I, I could see Oregon being like first that year head coach, lots of athletes, but trying to figure it out makes sense. Yeah. So I don't hate that take. Actually. Next game, there yeah. was a mauling, just one of the more graphic murders I've seen on TV in a long time. SEC Shorts did a feature on it. They did. It was really, um, it was really good. Yeah, and they I got away. That. I they, love that account. They got away. They fled back up to Pennsylvania. Uh, Penn State beat Auburn by 29 at home. A mediocre Big Ten team, a 7-6 and six Big Ten team from a year ago, oh my God. completely humiliated Auburn. And it was well, – Auburn's, Auburn's more than likely going to finish last in the SEC West. Oh, Auburn's, Auburn is staring at a 2-10 season. Oh, yeah, they are. They are staring 2-10. Because, because they great. play it's their great. last – their last non-con game is against Western Kentucky. And Western Kentucky's pretty good. And if Auburn's two and seven heading into that game or two and eight, they're not gonna care. They're not. And well, they don't have a quarterback. Western, nope. Well, they have four and they all suck. But <laughs> Will, who do you think who do you think Auburn's going to hire? Ooh, that is I no reputable coach is gonna take that job after what they did to Harson and what they did to Alan Green. I mean, I've never – the AD for Duke or someone came out and just, like, flamed Auburn in, like, this huge release or something like that. I've never seen another school do that. From what I've read, Alan Green is very highly respected in the AD community, from what I've read. He is. Mm-hmm. So, I think either they're going to do – I think Hugh Freeze is honestly a realistic uh, candidate there because I agree. he would he could appease the boosters, do all that, and he would hire whoever they wanted him to hire because that's he just wants to be Auburn a head coach. Yeah, Auburn loves having Auburn people at position coaches, so he would let them pick his staff. He could be the head coach. The other guy I'd look at would be Baylor's offensive coordinator. He's an Auburn guy. Will Muschamp is an you Auburn. Think there's guy. any chance Kevin Steele comes back? No, I don't think so. They've I think done him too dirty, but I'm sure they'll call him. I'm sure they'll – I'd call Dave Aranda. I don't think he'll take the job, but – No, you make that phone call. Auburn fans are having this – Auburn fans are having these lists of Lane Kiffin, Dave Aranda, uh, who else? Deion Sanders. Deion Deon would take it, but they would, they're not going to – Yeah, hire. they're not going to hire Deion. No, there's I'm, – I'm not even going to touch why they're not going to hire him. But um, I would call Dave Aranda, though. I, I, I wouldn't say that's like – That'd be hitting a very deep home run, but not quite out of the park. He's not going to – he would never – He would say no, though, because he would want to – he has all the control he wants at Baylor, 
and he's getting into a conference where the two best programs are leaving. He's going to, he has the chance to run the big 12. But, but do you, that's the, that's what, that's the issue with the big 12 though, is it's going to be a lower tier conference. No, it is. Don't you want to be a coach in the best conference? I I see Dave Aranda as a guy that would want to compete against the best weekend. But wouldn't you rather wait until like a better SEC job, like someone's going to get fired at a better SEC job where the boosters aren't crazy. When you just wait for there, apparently Aranda is not wired like that. Like he's not like he was at LSU as a DC for a long time and he had plenty of opportunities and he waited till the perfect situation came for him. So Auburn's not that perfect situation. Auburn's a nightmare situation where they're going to have to hire a retread or an Auburn guy. All right. Would you rather take the Missouri job after this year? Because I think he's getting fired. I think Star Wars yeah. boy is gone. Would you rather take Missouri job or Auburn job? I think that's the only Auburn. two jobs opening up. Auburn. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Auburn. Easily. At, at least they give you the assets to recruit and everything. You know? Yeah, I'd have to. It'd be a pain in the ass dealing with everything, but at least I have a chance to win a national championship. You can win a national championship at Auburn. You can at Missouri. Okay. Fair uh, enough. I'm not going to argue that. I just didn't know. Like, just because of the way things are at Auburn right now, if, if Missouri would be a job where you think you could go for a few years. and then I'd take Nebraska over Auburn. Well, you just love the Big Ten. I, you can – Nebraska kind of even proved this year that they got a bunch of transfers. Like, they got some coveted transfers from other schools. They have Yeah, money. they do have money. So you, I think if for you NFL make, reasons, you go to Nebraska over – yeah, Missouri. you can market Nebraska kind of like how Kiffin does at Ole Miss. You can make Nebraska like a the transfer you of the Big Ten, and you can win. You can win there. Like they have, you have the fan support, you have the NIL support. It's all there. Like you're not winning. Like it's not the '90s. Nebraska's not coming back, but a better Wisconsin can come back. <laughs> For all right, I mean, so I do want to say this about this game real quick the Penn State-Auburn game. For a lot of this game, the teams were, were pretty even. Auburn was able to move the ball a little bit in between the 20s. Yeah. They couldn't mm-hmm. do anything in the red zone. They were awful in the red zone. And then later on in the game, Penn State's offensive line ended up wearing out Auburn's defensive line. Auburn's defensive line was not up to the task. Penn State's offensive line was very physical, very good. They, they opened up some huge holes for the running back in the second half and were able to run away with that game. Um, I had I was right on I had Penn State uh, to cover. Um, I had the under in that game. That's one that I I went eleven and two this past week on my bets. Uh, and you're gonna hear me say I was right a lot on this week's episode. Thank you. I'm, I'm gonna be very very cocky tonight. You can hear me say I'm, I was right a lot. I missed that over under by three points. It was forty nine or whatever, something like that. And there was like what that fifty two. It was in that ballpark. I didn't think Penn State would score that many points. Did y'all did y'all think Penn State would score that many? No. No, I thought it'd be like a – I think I put like 24 to 10. Like that's – I thought it was going to be a little low scoring and it'd be kind of close and Penn State would pull away late. I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's what I th- – I mean, I thought the same thing. Penn State just pulled – extra pulled away late. But crazy. What a mess. I love it. All righty. Next game, um, America's sweetheart, Kansas, going into Houston and beating Houston by 18 points at a score 48 to 30. Kansas enters week four, 3-0. and 
uh, going into a huge game versus another Blue Blood versus Duke. That should be fun. We'll talk about that later. But, man, Kansas, are you kidding me? 3-0? Did anyone see that coming? No. And I love it. They might beat Texas again this year just because they're they're actually good. <laughs> if that happens, say a prayer for Walker. Just no. Just oh, poor Walker. Is he watching? Probably not. Poor Walker. Poor Walker. Walker. They're probably going to win this week too. Yeah, they are. Or no, they still have. They they need to find two wins on that schedule, and. I mean, it's doable. I mean, it they is. beat Houston was a top 25 team. Um, I believe West Houston was 18. Hmm? I believe Houston was around 18. Yeah, they got – I mean, played. they were somewhere around there. And West Virginia's not a bad football team either. Kansas is not beating – like, they're not just beating up on these terrible teams. They're actually mm-hmm. beat two teams with pulses. So, it's cool to see after them being bad so long. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of being bad for so long, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Mm. Do we even need to say anything about this? It was just a very good football team against a very bad football team. Essentially, that's all it was. Ole Miss won 42 to nothing on the road at Georgia Tech. Yeah. Mm. Dart looked fine. Um, I mean, hell, in the first half, they only threw nine passes. Yeah. So 30 rushing attempts. If you know you can run the ball on someone and you don't have to throw it. I think Ole Miss's offensive line is very good. I don't want to say they're elite yet, but they're better than – they're closer to elite than they are average. Yeah, I'd call it great. I wouldn't call it elite yet. As we get further into the season, I'm telling you that we're just – we're shaping up for a big SEC West game on November 12th. There's a long way to then, but we'll see. Let's, let's just pause. pump the brakes. Do I have a mute button for him yet? Yeah, I'll, I'll dude. I'm pretty sure you can. Just I think you can mute him. I know I can. I didn't say anything. He's muted. Ah, uh, yeah, you, you can do that. I can't. All right, I can moving also on. Texas unmute Tech myself. 14, so. Texas Tech 14 at 20 North Carolina State 27. I didn't watch a single snap of this game. I don't have anything to say. I don't I didn't either. NC State, a lot of people were a little low on them because they barely beat Eastern Carolina away in a tough environment in a rivalry game. NC State's a decent football team. Like they're gonna play well at home. That's all really to say. I think they were a 10 point favorite going into the, uh, that game around there. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. okay. Uh, there wasn't, next there game. wasn't anything to listen to. Yeah, yeah. it okay. wasn't. This was a great game. Poor Cold Blue had Mississippi State to cover. Boo-hoo. So did I. I picked state. I thought I didn't. I, I kind of was buying that state might have been a little bit better this year, but all right. All right. So their air raid offense. I don't know if you how much of this game y'all got y'all watched. I could watch the whole thing. They were throwing a bunch of guy screens. Little dink and dunks. Yeah, they've they, been doing yeah, that for a couple throwing, years. Like I remember watching them against Texas AM last year, and Will Rogers was throwing the ball down the field against that defense. He's just doing screens and slants, and it was awful. Awful no, offense. And they kind of, kind of felt like State was still moving the ball a little bit, kind of felt like they were the better team for some of that game. And then they didn't capitalize on some LSU mistakes, on LSU not being good in the first half. And then LSU kind of clicked in the second half and was able to take over. Yeah. 
It got night. It got dark in Death Valley. Yeah, it's go. one of those things. LSU rarely sucks. They haven't sucked in our lifetime. They've not been good, but they don't suck. Right. And it's not a game you can ever look, ever. Yeah. Truth be told, I mean, when's the last time Mississippi? Well, no, they did win a couple of years ago in Death Valley. They won in 2020. But, right. um, yeah, I mean, the air raid's predictable. If you have a competent defensive staff and athletes, you can stop it. Um, there's a reason why that they beat – who they beat last year in the SEC? They beat Kentucky at home. They beat Vandy, and they beat someone else. They beat teams that they have more athletes than. But They wouldn't beat Kentucky this year. Oh, they beat Auburn because – they, Auburn fell oh, apart. Auburn fell apart. Auburn was up with 28 to 3 at one point. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I remember that. I had Auburn. I had Auburn in that game and I, I was like, oh, shoot. Well, that's a lock. Mm-hmm. Then State beat them by like 20 points. They also beat AM last year. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to say it again because it's done. <laughs> State's going. Well, I think State will still win. A game like some like like state could do something weird like beat Arkansas. They could beat Ole Miss. State state will do it. They'll win a state game. They're not supposed to win. I don't state. think they will, but I'm saying they could. Like those are I, the type of games where they like A and M last year. Nobody expected them to win, and they won. There's I don't think I don't, I, I, I don't see how they're going to score on that defense. I don't know how Mississippi State will get. Oh, actually, I'll say it right now. If, if Arkansas stays as desolated in the secondary as they are right now. State will beat Arkansas. I can actually – I can – I I won't argue with that. I think Arkansas is going to kind of take a step back. I do too. I, I saw game, – The game this week versus A&M will be fun just because those games are always close. But even if Arkansas wins, they're going to get destroyed by Alabama next week and then they're going to – Who does all, who do they play after Alabama? Does anyone know? Arkansas? Yeah. I'm not sure, but I'm trying to find this. There was an incredible tweet I, I saw about Arkansas's pass defense. I don't know if it was – oh, here it is. Stat of the day, from this is from an Arkansas account. Oh, my gosh. Okay, out of, go, but... out of 131 FBS football teams, Arkansas is ranked 131 in pass defense. Yeah. Combined with the FCS teams, Arkansas is 251 out of 254. Holy cow, what a stat. Bad. Combined so with all D2 teams, Arkansas is 412 <laughs> out of 416. <laughs> Add all D3 teams, Arkansas is 649th That's out of tough. 656 teams. Do we have a timestamp on, on this part of the show right now? I want to go back and hear that again. I'll send you the tweet again. Okay, listen to this. This is Arkansas' schedule. So this week they play AM, then they have Alabama at home. Then the very next week, they travel to Starkville at Mississippi State. Very next week again, they go on the road to BYU. Then they have a bye week, and at, they're at Auburn. That's a tough four-game stretch right there. A&M, Arkansas, at State, at BYU. They'll beat BYU, and they'll – you said Auburn, right? Auburn's after BYU, after okay. a bye week. Yeah, I mean – this this game will actually be kind of entertaining because I mean we'll we'll talk about that game when we get into it. We need to get through yeah. these games. Yeah, like we're well, I, okay. Yeah, we got three yeah. left. Yeah, we Michigan need to. State. I called this. I told y'all the first show they are overrated. This is a seven and five team at best. 
Tuck ain't coming. Michigan State's a fraud. And Washington yeah. turned out to be a pretty good football. I think we all kind of underestimated Washington. Um, their coach is one of the winningest coaches, highest winning percentages across all of college football. Um, he won like 80 or 90% of his games as a D2 coach. Um, they got a great transfer quarterback when Indiana was really good that COVID year. Washington, someone to keep an eye on. I'm not saying they're going to make a playoff, but they can win nine, ten games. Um, I think Vegas is really good. Uh, I think Vegas is better when it comes to West Coast teams um, and how they make spreads with uh, along with them um, than they are maybe some SEC schools and Big Ten schools. They had, you know, they had Washington and they had Oregon favored this week uh, when America was kind of higher on the other teams, and uh, they were right, well, way right way right on both they could have made those spreads bigger if they'd wanted and, and taken a lot more money um than they did um washington's better than definitely what i would have thought going into the year at, Sam. At, so far and i mean I, I don't know i think michigan state has, has a tough schedule going forward yep i think will's right seven and five is kind of where they're going to be now the university of texas austin played big brother UTSA didn't go Big Brother's way this time. Texas actually, where they uh, Texas University Texas Austin, yeah University Texas Austin. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, they everybody was kind of worried about this game, thinking that they might be sleepwalking after that emotional Alabama game, but they came out and handled UTSA. I mean, as I mean, I'm joking about it, but UTSA is not a bad football team. They went. No, they're not. Did you pick them to cover? I did. I picked UTSA to cover. I was wrong. Texas proved me wrong here. They, uh, it was a close game for a minute, but they pulled away. But that Texas OU game in a couple of weeks is going to be pretty interesting. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. They think Quinn Ewers might be back by then. Ooh, could be. I love. I love watching Quinn Ewers play football. He's fun. But, and then lastly, to a completely boring game in the same state. Texas A&M edged out Miami 17 to nine. Shout out to Will for getting like 400 likes on his tweet about the <laughs> yell leaders. Oh yes. It's at 500 something now. Ah, Good for you. Okay. Awesome. I will not read the tweet. I will, I will read my tweet was saying, was replying to the Texas, Texas A&M police saying it's the yell leaders. It's okay. I'm not going to say what I quote tweeted because it might not be family friendly. It's it's definitely not. Will called some people gay. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. He said that the yell leaders were in the bathroom doing stuff that men and women should do together. I didn't say right. that. I just quote tweeted clarifying the, the police department that it's okay, that they that's acceptable. It's just the yell leaders. It's just the yell leaders. Man, both these teams did not look good, like, at all. Like because Miami, they're both not good. That's Miami missed several field goals. Probably could have won this game if they capitalized in the red zone. A&M couldn't put up points against the mediocre um, ACC team who will probably still win 10 games because they're in the ACC, but I digress, whatever. All right. First of all, I'm going to disagree with you on something. I think Miami is a very solid football team this year. Oh, you're crazy. I think they'll win 10, 10 games. Because they're in the ACC, not because, because they're good. I think because they're a good football team, though, still. I know they're in the ACC, but I still think they're a good football team. Um, I think they're the best team in Florida. Uh no, hold not up. saying much. I, I I love this game. I love football games like this. I, they're more enjoyable for 
uh, for me to watch than high scoring back and forth games. I love this game. And I didn't think Miami looked particularly bad. I think that Miami does not have any wide receivers. And their one wide receiver they have is hurt. I think that hindered them a lot. Um, Texas A&M obviously is just loaded with talent as how they were able to win this game, except for the quarterback, apparently. They just can't find a quarterback. Hmm. Uh, Miami did miss two field goals. Um, but other than that, I think we're all, we all picked A&M to win and cover. So we're all right on it. Yeah. It was a good bounce back game for A&M. I mean, they still don't look great. No, they don't. This week will be really interesting to watch them versus Arkansas. I mean, I know they don't really have a quarterback who can be super dynamic, but Arkansas's pass defense is horrible, as we have said before in this show. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what that looks like. It's usually a chippy game, um, but we'll kind of segue into Addison's segment where I was right, where I was wrong, or excuse me, where I was wrong, where I was right, wink, wink. So okay. go for it, Addison. Well, we'll start with where I was wrong. Crickets. <laughs> you said you missed two, so spit them out. Missed two. Okay. Well, uh, the over under for the Auburn Penn State game. Uh, That's on you for betting. I had over the over. under, and it missed by three points. So I'm not going to say I was wrong there. I mean, I, I guess technically, I was wrong, but I was, these are these are things where I was like wrong, wrong, or I was very right. Uh, right. The, other, the other bet I missed. I went eleven and two. The other bet I missed was at Florida first half minus fourteen. They were up 14 with less than a minute left, and then the other team kicked a field goal. To, so, I missed, I missed two bets by a combined six points. Um, so, I'm, I'm not mad about that. Damn, you sound like Scott Frost. Only six points. That's what I always – that's an excuse. You missed two. 13 that's wagers, that. and I was off by six points out of all 13. I would say that's pretty I don't, damn good. I don't hear of many two-loss champions. That's all I'm saying. LSU. Damn it, Thomas. Yeah. That's one in 16. That was 16 years ago. Just, just saying. He's true. That's true, though. Um, where I was right, I'm going to go a, a fun, funny route with this. Uh, I, I say Be funny. funny. Go I'm for going it. To go, I'm going to go a route I don't think y'all are expecting. Um, there, were, there were things I was very happy with that I was a little bit nervous about. I was a little bit nervous about the LSU game. Um, I had the money line. That was my underdog of the week. Um, there was another game I was nervous about, but it ended up being fine. And I can't remember what that is now. Anyways, this is going back a little ways, going back to last year even. Mike Norvell in Florida State. I've been saying this over the summer, and I've said it early in the year. I thought last year they turned a corner um, and, and got better. Their win-loss record didn't particularly show it, but I thought they got better. I think, you know, his first year, everybody's just been super down on him. You know, Neil Ballheaded McCready has been super hard on him, uh, along with others. So, and I've been like, you know, be patient. I think Mike Norvell is a great coach. I'd say great. I think Mike Norvell is a, a solid college football coach. I did not think he was going to get fired this year. He's on track unless there's a major decline in that program okay. to get fired. Can I get a timestamp on this? I might want to come back to this in a little bit. I got you. <laughs> you might. Um but I thought they turned a corner last year, and I thought that they would be a solid football program this year. They beat Florida State. I mean, excuse me. They beat LSU. Florida State did. And they – but what I'm seeing from them, they, they had a bunch of injuries this weekend. 
<laughs> they had a ton of injuries this weekend. They lost in the second half. Start at the start of the second half. They had three starting offensive linemen out. They had two key injuries on the defensive side of the ball, and they had a backup quarterback. And they were behind by they were down twenty one to fourteen. They came out in the second half. They made adjustments and they played really hard. And they looked like a program that's bought in. And I want to give credit to Mike Norvell. And that's my where I was right this week. Well, awesome! Congratulations, I'm a Mike Norvell fan. Good for you. He won't be there more than two years. He's he's in his third year, so your statement. He won't be there more than two years from now. They have who they know who they want. They're afraid of someone to go in to get him. You think Dion just randomly selected the number one player from the country that happened to be committed to his alma mater? You think that was just a random person? He was like, "Oh, he oh he's number one. I'm going to take him." No, no, it was a big like fu. I yeah, think, all right, all right, while we're talking about this, this is what I think about the Mike Norvell, Deion Sanders. I think Mike Norvell is a better football coach. Well, no shit. He's gonna, he would be a more consistent football coach. And I don't know if he's the guy to get Florida State back to exactly where they want to be, but I think he's a guy that could be the guy for the next guy. And I don't think Deion Sanders is the next guy, though. I mean, I think they may want him to be the next guy. They may make that hire, but I don't think he would be the guy to follow Norvell and elevate the program to another step. I just don't think – I don't think he's going he, he – he's, he would work out in D1 college football for a multitude of reasons. And I could, we could all be proven wrong. Will – I know Will agrees with me on this. Yes. I'm um, not a fan. He was a high school offensive coordinator before he got the Jackson State job. And don't get me wrong, what he's doing for Jackson State and what – I'm a big supporter of that. He has completely revitalized that program, brought life, brought attention to HBCUs. Big fan of that. We're talking about a D1 top shelf management of more than just recruiting players to Florida State. Right. And I don't, I just don't, yeah, I don't see I, that. And I think he'd have, he'd, to, he'd have to hire one of them. Like they'd have to throw a ton of money to get an elite support staff, not just saying elite coordinators, elite yeah. everything around him. I, and, I think, I think he, he would recruit decently well. Probably. I think he would recruit very well there. But yeah. I don't think – I think recruit the way – what I can tell – I agree I well. Tell the way he goes about his business and organizes the program and how he operates things, I don't think that works in high-level Division One college football. I agree. Power five football. Yep. I, I don't think he would, he would be successful um, at that. Ed Orgeron, I think Ed Orgeron – you know, I think it's I think that's a comparison though. Eddie O at LSU and how they built the support staff around him. Yeah, have to do the same thing at Florida State. Now, granted, I think Eddie O is a bit more of like a risk, but it's kind of the same thing. No, as far as I would rather have Ed Orgeron. I would rather have Ed Orgeron than I would Deion Sanders because he's been in college football longer. He knows how it works. Yeah, um, he we know he's an excellent recruiter. No, I mean I wouldn't want to hire either one of them. But like, if you were down, like, if you had to choose between those two, I'd go Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Well, time well, to get some national games. championship. You did all right. Look, we got. Let, let's go through these games. Um, first game, Addison. You want to kind of take it on Thursday tomorrow? Oh, I'm getting there. Uh, West Virginia minus two and a half at Virginia Tech over under fifty and a half. I mean. I'm not how on West Virginia. I'm not how on Virginia Tech. I'm staying away from this game. There are there's 
I'll preface this week's games with I don't like hardly anything. I've, I've looked at it multiple times, and I hate this yeah. college football. It's a gross week. It's a gross week. I don't want to bet on hardly anything. And, I mean, That's I've been making – I really like. But you're going to. I, I don't know how many bets I'm going to make this week. I've been betting 10 to 15 games a week, and I, I'm, I may do five this week. So, take – I definitely wouldn't write my pens and write my, write my picks in ink tonight if you're listening to us and you won't. Our we'll we'll do we'll post our official picks on Saturday on the Instagram. We're just kind of yeah. still talking right now. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, make sure I have Vegas that like, Vegas likes West Virginia, so I'll go with them. I know their quarterback's name. Yeah, <laughs> that's this, exactly how I feel. Virginia Tech's <laughs> new coach. They lost to Old Dominion earlier this year. At Old Dominion. This is a big rivalry. This was a big rivalry game. These two schools are close, kind of the old Big East, you know, kind of rivalry type deal. And I, I like West Virginia's offense for. I mean, West Virginia almost beat Pitt, and West Virginia's other loss was to Kansas in overtime. So I mean, which, which turns all, out to be not that bad of a loss, exactly. So as of right now, yeah, I think honestly West Virginia might easily cover this line, but I'm not crazy about it either. Hell, it's two and a half. If they win, they're almost half to cover. Yeah, but I'm saying I think they could win by double digits. Okay. I'm not Maybe coming out saying, I'm, about these teams. <laughs> I, I don't know. I like I, I, I like Neil Brown. I think he's a good coach. They, they, too. they had a rough start, but they played two decent teams. And I don't think I would qualify Virginia Tech as decent. So. Okay, Friday night, Virginia plus nine and a half at Syracuse. Will, what's Syracuse's head coach's name? Dino Babers. Do you think he can get another job? No. He's been bad for so long. Okay. He, so, he, I mean, he started off bad, had one, like, really good 11-2 type season, and then they've sucked for, like, the past three to four years. Um, He's one of those guys you're going to have a, a floor. I mean, then you may have catch lightning in a bottle every four or five like years. four or five years. Yeah, I would say so. He's from the Baylor offense. Um, okay. I think he's kind of older, though. I think he's already in his 60s. What? Um, I think, yeah. Syracuse is head coach. He does not. Mm-hmm. He does not look sixty. Oh, I, know, I trust me. I know. <laughs> um, I, Syracuse is Virginia is not very good. Um, they're under a first year coach too. I think I, I, I like Tony Elliott, but this is at this is in the dome. It's Friday night. Syracuse. Yeah. I like Syracuse here to cover as well. Um, also, Virginia did beat Old Dominion last week by two points at home. So um, that's not that impressive. We just talked about Old Dominion versus Virginia Tech last uh, last game. I like Syracuse to cover here in nine and a half. Yeah. Will, he's 61. I just looked it up. Huh? I, yeah. I knew it was close. I did not think he was that old. He doesn't – he does not look that old on television. No. Um, a, a game close to home for us uh, on Saturday. Ole Miss opens up as a 21-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, for the record, Thomas, I picked Syracuse. Okay. So we oh. all picked Syracuse. So we, we're all on West Virginia and we're all on Syracuse right now. We're laying right. heavy on the favorites. Yep. Are you keeping track of that, Thomas? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll just go back and enter it later. Um, Figure it out. We can, we can usually kind of remember pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss, 21 and a half point favorite over Tulsa. The line is honestly exactly kind of where I expect this. Tulsa's mm-hmm. air raid, Baylor type offense. 
actually will be a good test for our pass defense. Um, I'm going to say Ole Miss covers slightly, but I don't like this. I would not bet on this. I'm kind of the same way. Tulsa's better um, than Georgia Tech? Yes. Oh, oh, I have a take on Ole Miss. I have a take on Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. say <laughs> I think that um, – all right, I think Ole Miss's quarterback battle has been good for the team. Going this now, earlier on in the year, I didn't think it'd be good to go this deep into the season, but now I'm glad it has. And here's why: you saw games like last week, Arkansas looking ahead. Um, you see games like where Florida's kind of letting these lesser programs hang around with them. You see Texas A&M looking ahead and getting beat. Uh, at that time, they did not have a quarterback battle going on. I think Ole Miss's quarterback battle still not being decided, helps them in these non-conference games against those opponents because there's competition. They, they want to go out there. They want to prove that they're the guy and want to be the starter. And I still think um, that because of that, the team plays harder around them. Um, I think that – I think that just helps them. I think in these situations, that helps Ole Miss not have a letdown game. Do you still think there's a competition going on right now? No. No, but to an extent, yes. I think that I, I it's really not. Think, I think that it's it's over. But but I mean, it, Luke's starting this weekend, right? No, I don't think no. so. I think that the competition is unspokenly over. I think Dart's the guy, but they're not going to admit it. They're just going to keep doing this thing. Well, I think Altmaier's going to need to play more this weekend, and he's yeah, he should. On soldier and and I th- I do not think Ole Miss is going to have a letdown game this weekend. I really don't. No. Um, I, Addison, we were talking about this before Will started. I think realistically, I would be disappointed if Ole Miss didn't win by 17 or more points mm-hmm. as an Ole Miss fan. Um, I think Ole Miss covers one of my uh, co-workers who I work pretty closely with went to Tulsa. So he was talking to me yesterday, like 21 points. Like, I think Tulsa is my lock of the week. Like, I like Tulsa a lot. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, man, like for sure, like whatever. But I internally, I'm like, you're no. This is not going to be a good game. He thinks it's going to be close. Uh, so, yeah. Well, Ole Miss is getting their first test in the secondary. Tulsa's quarterbacks, you know, throwing 11 touchdowns to one interception. He is, he is the uh, he has the most yards in the country right now. Most yards also. So, Ole Miss is going to get tested in the secondary. Um, so, I, don't, I mean, maybe if the secondary is not as good as we think, right. Tulsa can hang around a little bit. I think, it's, I think the game's going to be right there. I'd lean Ole Miss to cover uh, Ole Miss first half. I'm riding it. What it's is Ole Miss first half? 11 and a half. I like um, that. I'm going to take that. I've been Miss first half bets all year because I don't like betting on them for the full game. But I, I like Ole Miss first half here again. I think Ole Miss will be leading it by two touchdowns at halftime. No argument here? That's actually a, a bet I'll be placing. I Ole Miss first half minus 11. I literally just read that down because I like that a lot. I like that. All right, okay. Maryland and our um, Michigan professional, uh, William Halima. Please may I start with this game? May I start with this game? Oh, is that okay, Will. I want to. Yeah. I'm really excited for this game. I think that it's uh, Michigan's toughest test of the season thus far, coming in as a 16 and a half point favorite. Maryland's a little bit tricky. You know, they got a decent coach. Um, their quarterback is the uh, the brother of an NFL star. Not quite as good as Justin Herbert. Night. He does have a familiar last name. Um, I like Michigan to win, even though, um, you know, there's some questions about quarterback play. J.J. McCarthy, you know, 
he's all right, but he'll get tested this week. You, I think Maryland covers. <laughs> You're laughing because you know that is fake. <laughs> I think Maryland covers, and JG McCarthy leads Michigan down the field in the Heisman moment that everyone remembers to win. That's what I think happens. Okay, you want to know what I think happens? You see <laughs> that line right there? Double it. Double it. Michigan to cover. Michigan's going to win this game by thirty or forty. They won this game fifty-nine to eighteen last year yeah. in College Park, and. Michigan's better this year. Michigan really? is way better than last year's team. They got a better – they have a Heisman contending quarterback, and that's not even a crazy statement. Okay. <laughs> I'm speechless, and that doesn't happen often. Okay. Um, well, I'm with Will for Michigan to cover. Did I see this that uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. Michigan, since Maryland joined the Big Ten, Michigan's covered every spread against Maryland. No, they lost the first year. Unless unless Maryland was an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in the big house in 2014. Um, yeah, so every year since then, yeah, I think so. They they Michigan usually – there is I can't remember one close game since the first time they played. I think if that game stays at 16-and-a-half, I'll take Michigan Saturday morning. I'll, I'll put money on, on Michigan to cover that. All righty. Next game, we have Clemson on the road at Wake Forest. Clemson is a seven-point favorite over under set at 55 and a half. Um, Will, take it away. I was torn on this game. I, yeah. I'm not sold on Clemson, but th- there's a point to where I just Wake Forest doesn't have a very good defense. They don't have athletes. I don't think they can stop Clemson's mediocre offense. And I think Clemson's defense is great, and I think they're going to be able to slow down Wake Forest enough. I think Clemson wins and barely covers. Give me the under, and I'll just I'll take I'll take the favorite. Yeah, I Long think Clemson it. covers. Um, I think I've gone with every. Good. I think I've gone with every vague Vegas favorite to cover so far. You have. We might as will also done the same thing. Um, yes, I'm the only one that took Maryland, and it's simply just a troll will. Yeah, uh, Duke. Oh, 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 I love this matchup. Two blue bloods, college basketball blue bloods, undefeated in college football. I wish this was college game has day. This ever happened? I'm sure it has. Have they ever played each other? Did they, they, oh, they're not common football. Duke and players. Kansas in football? Do they actually do that? What do you mean? Like they played in football before. Do they do it consistently? Yeah, I mean, they played a handful of times. Like, I remember them playing a couple years ago. Okay. For some reason they do that. I don't know why. Um, have either Has there ever been a year where both of these teams were 3-0 and to start the season? Considering Kansas hasn't started 3-0 and since, like, 2007, I would not think so. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's never happened in the history of college football, going back to 1900. <laughs> I'm sure there was one nice year. In eight, I'm sure 1893 was kind to the Jayhawks and Blue Devils. We don't know. Right. Kansas is a little more I'll, – I'll, I'll start, I guess, kind of now. I, you start. You start. I, I, want to get to, I just want to get this out of the way. I think Kansas is a little more battle-tested, and I would pick them to cover. I'm also picking Kansas to cover. I almost picked Duke to cover. I think Kansas is going to win, but I think Kansas – it's a home game. I just got to ride with the Jayhawks. Come on. It's fun. Well, it's fun to go with Kansas. Well, you got to change your profile picture back to Kansas. Mm, I Sad Husky. I, I felt naked without the sad Husky. How um, do you say naked? 
naked, naked, naked. We can say whatever. Speaking, well, no, not speaking of anything, but um, <laughs> Iowa State hosting a top 15 team. Give me Iowa State. Iowa State's going to win this game. <laughs> Give me Iowa State. All right, I'm going to tell you all something real quick that just crossed my mind because okay. there's a snake living in Will's house. Mm. Right. talking about being naked. <laughs> Will, keep clothes on because I don't want that snake to think there's a couple eggs lying around. <laughs> Pardon? He's talking about um... – Snakes like to eat eggs. Yeah. Uh, Okay, you've made you you successfully made me uncomfortable multiple <laughs> times during the show. The period of cobbler. Yeah, that's. I don't need right, you. Adam, the period ISU Baylor. ISU Baylor. Make your pick. Uh, I like Baylor as a as a road underdog at Iowa State this weekend. Baylor is. Give me give me Matt Campbell. Baylor's Baylor's underdog. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I read it wrong. Okay, so we well, you were the only one that had Baylor. That's my first oh. underdog so far. And now, oh, this game I, is such garbage. This is my upset of the week. the The Tigers beat the Tigers. The Missouri Tigers beat the Auburn Tigers. That is, they go into Jordan Air, get the victory. Coach T.J. Finley, who is their best quarterback, I think by far and that is saying something, is out. So they're going to either have to go with Robbie Ashford, who couldn't get the third-string job at Oregon, or what's the other guy? Oh, Zach Calzada, and we've seen him plenty. He's, I think he'll, I think it'll be him. Um, I think Missouri covers. Ashford. I think Missouri is definitely going to cover. I think this is a very tight game going through, and I think Missouri wins in the last seconds to send Harson back to the potato land. Can you call an SEC game a Sicko's game of the week? Well, no, we're going to get to that game. We're going to get to the game of the century that's the actual Sicko's game of the century, but this would be the SEC Sicko's game of the week. I'm going to take Missouri just because I don't know if Auburn's good enough to beat another SEC team by a touchdown. I'm taking Missouri as well, even though it – just disgusts me. I hate doing it. I don't like the Missouri pick either that I just did. <laughs> but I well, wouldn't like Auburn uh, more than a touchdown either. Hey, yeah, we college game day. day. That would be good for us. College game day, CBS game of the week, Florida at Tennessee. Rocky Top is a 10-and-a-half-point favorite over under set at 62-and-a-half. Um, Will, you say the balls are back. Why don't you go first? To, I mean – they're checkering Neyland. It's a sellout. It's going to be crazy. They hate Florida more than anybody. Um, I think Tennessee covers very easily. This is my lock of the week. Um, I, I just don't think – I think Anthony Richardson's going to get rattled with that environment. That place is so loud you can't hear yourself think. And I think Florida's defensive captain is out that week too. And when, with the breakneck speed that Tennessee runs at, Florida's going to be so disorganized on defense, they can't keep up. I think this could be like a 45-7, 45-14 type of game. I don't think it's going to be close. I tend to agree with you. If, if Anthony Richardson plays like he did versus Utah, I think it'll be a good game, but he's not going to play like he did versus Utah. 
um, in that type of environment. I think Tennessee definitely covers. I'm tempted to take the over at 62 and a half too, but I'm not, but I'm really thinking about it. I don't think Florida will score enough to make that cover that line. That would be inferring that it's a shootout. Um, I think Florida can score 20. Tennessee can score 35, 40. That's not unreasonable. Yeah, 40 to 20 still doesn't cover it though. (laughs) That's my point is it's kind of like that Georgia Tech thing where we know Ole Miss will score enough, but will Georgia Tech or will Florida be able to score enough to keep up with it? I wouldn't touch. Right. I'd take the under. Um, I hate this game. Not not from a viewership standpoint. I love it. I hate it from a betting standpoint because I don't know what I'm going to get with Florida. If you tell me Florida is going to go in and cover a possession and a half, two possessions, ten – 10 points, I'm going to go with you. If you tell me Tennessee is going to win by two touchdowns, I'm going to agree with you. I think I'll lean towards Tennessee at home to cover that spread, but I don't like it at all. (laughs) I really don't. Uh, I'm staying away from that game this weekend. Now, what a game that you should physically stay away from with how bad this team's defense and how bad their opponent's offense is. North Carolina, Notre Dame. Don't watch this game. I think That's I'm going to go. I think I'll just. I, I'm going to take North Carolina to cover. I mean, yeah, North Carolina is a two point favorite. Um, they are at home. I like Notre Dame to cover. I just, I take, I'll take the bad offense over a bad defense. I think the bad offense can outplay the bad defense. I would, that's what I'd rather have. I'm taking a team that's won more than a game this year and didn't lose to Marshall. Touche. And they're right. going to cover. Yeah. There's no right answer with this one. This one is <laughs> there is a, Notre Dame I'll, barely beat Cal. North Cal, Carolina okay. better than Cal, Cal. Cal had an opportunity to win that game at the end, too. Cal never. Cal is like the definition of mediocrity. Like, they're, they're just – they are six and six. I know. So Notre Dame beat them. I think North Carolina is the East Coast version of Cal. Oh, they're the no. definition of they're six and six. They're the six and six ACC team. Aren't they three and zero oh right now? Well, you can still go three and six down the stretch. They beat Georgia State, App State, and who was their other win? App State beat A and M. Okay, yeah, but App State needed a miracle to beat Troy, and we saw that Troy offense in person. They, 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 that was a letdown game for App State, and they still won. So I give them kudos. Yeah. They won in a pretty cool way, too. So come on, style points. Texas, college. six and a half favorite at Texas. I'm sorry, Thomas. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to say college game days there. They went on a Hail Mary. That was pretty epic. Like, you yeah, it was. It was really cool. People mm. were swimming in a river afterwards. It was a cool scene. Yeah. I don't like App State. Okay, cool. Why don't you like App State? Okay, Texas, Texas Tech. <laughs> Texas is a six and a half point favorite at Texas Tech. Over under 59 and a half. I'll take Texas to cover. Hook them. You know what? I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Reckham to cover. Texas wins, but Texas Tech covers. Ooh, that's a risky thing. It's whatever. Just trying to take some underdogs, man. 
Yeah, I hate all these games. Like, I hate all the lines. I don't know why. I just this is one I almost considered for my lot. The the Golden Gophers go on the road to Michigan State. They are a three and a half point. Uh, they are a three point favorite in East Lansing. Give me Minnesota. They're good. They got a good quarterback. My Big Ten West champions are proving me right so far. I don't know. I think Michigan might be the best state um, in the United States of America. And if a team lives there and plays football, um, they just they've they've got to be able to beat teams from lesser states like Minnesota. So I'll take Michigan State to cover three. You no, know, just to you no know, piggyback off of you, I and they also do things the right way. They don't take shortcuts like they do in Ohio. Uh, so for that reason, I'm also going to take Michigan State. Cool. This game, this game to game on y'all. Thank you. Oregon uh, minus seven at Washington State over under 57 and a half. Um, give me the Vegas hard. favorite. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I hate the, I hate it. Give me, give me Oregon. A game in Pullman, Washington. Top 15 team comes in. Hold on a second. Quite, it's not quite like Ames, but uh, what's their name? Uh, Washington State's already beaten one top 20 team this year. They, they beat Wisconsin. Okay, but they just keep quietly winning. They're just quietly no, winning up there in the middle of nowhere. I'm not, I'm not patronizing you. I'm thinking about changing to Washington State. Oh, okay. Your yelling made me think you were getting mad. Sorry. I, I apologize. No, no, no. Cam Ward's the quarterback. I know Ole Miss is flirting with him a little bit. Um, they have a top 20 win, so that's pretty cool. Oregon's he was really the guy from though. Western Kentucky? He uh, was at an FCS school. Yeah. Where? Incarnate, Incarnate Ward. Ward. Okay. Uh, it's a Christian what, school in Texas. What time is this game? Um, I'll take Oregon and Bo Picks because why not? Well, like, why not? Because he played great last week, so he's bound to play bad this week. That's a fair point. <laughs> I mean, surely Oregon has a better roster than Washington State, though. Oh, duh, but – uh, oh, it's at 3 p.m. Okay, I'm going to take Oregon then. If it was like at 10 o'clock, I'd take Washington State. All right, I'm taking Oregon. Two on Oregon and one on Washington State. I don't even want to talk about this next game. Uh, oh, it, I do. I do. Okay, well, I'll just stay. UCF's going to cover. Jeff Collins, bye-bye. I agree. I think UCF's going to cover. UCF covers. Um, I don't know what it is, what the props are, but John Raj – Plumley rushing yards over, <laughs> over. I don't think I haven't. I haven't, I haven't seen what do you? Yet. What do you think it's going to be? His his over under rushing yards. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be. Ah, well, he's the quarterback. I bet. It, I bet his over under is like eighty five. I was going to say 90, 90 so and a half. Surely they don't set his over under at hundred. I think it's going to no. be up there though. Uh, I take it. We'll get Creighton to tell us what it is here in a little bit. All right. Another another mad game. Not really. I'm kind of excited for this game. Uh, Arkansas versus Texas A&M. Arkansas is a two-point dog over-under coming in at 49. As always, this game is played in Arlington, Texas, in Jerry World. Uh, Addison Harbor, why don't you give us your thoughts first? Um, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Good. Um, A&M's quarterback play is abysmal. 
Yeah. Arkansas secondary is abysmal. A&M might move the ball a little bit on, on Arkansas this weekend. Will's nodding his head yes. That means I'm probably wrong. A bad Take a bad offense over a bad defense any day of the week. Yeah, Arkansas does have some pass rushers. I can't think of the kid's name, but they have a stud defensive end. I think he's white. <laughs> they have that linebacker, Bumper Pool. Is that who you're thinking of? Is he still there? Yes, he is. And then they have uh, the Sanders kid who trans- – Drew Sanders from – he trenched from Bama. He's a good linebacker. Um, no, I'll, this guy – I love this game. Not from a betting standpoint, but it's just going to be – it's going to be – that line is just right because – What time is that? Game. Is it 6 o'clock, you guessing? Uh, I think it's the 6 or 7 ESPN game. Okay, makes sense. I think they don't Aggie want to match wins. I think Aggie wins, but this will be a fun game. This game is always chippy. Um, I think Arkansas has won two in a row. Is that right? One in a row. One in a row. Okay. Yeah, A&M won like nine in a row before that. Okay. Yeah, I think A&M wins, but I I think it's going to be a really close game. Like, I'm not betting on this game because I could see either either team literally winning, not just covering. Um, But I would lean A&M to cover the two-point spread. What did you pick, Addison? Um, I'm going to lean A&M. I think A&M is a better football team. So we're all on Aggie. Ugh, Arkansas has a t- – I mean, everybody was like – everybody was, you know, overreacted to A&M's loss at App State, which, I mean, I guess rightfully so. That You can have a big reaction to that. But – Yeah. Arkansas – A&M still a, be- a, a, a good football team. They have just too much talent. To be as bad as people were saying, they're like, "Oh, Arkansas A and M is going to lose five games in a row." Obviously not. They're they're just a better, talented, more talented team. They're, they're going to win this game, right? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of especially with the injuries that Arkansas has. And yeah. I know that A and M A and M isn't the most dynamic uh, offensive team, but if you're what six hundred and tenth out of like seven hundred fifty in total passing defense out of all of football, like every division, whatever hmm. that stat was, that's horrible, you know? Yes, it is. Um, what did what did Max Johnson do against AM last year? I mean, what did uh, Max Johnson do against Arkansas last year? What was that? It's a, whole, it's a completely that, different team, though. That was a very low-scoring game. Arkansas won on, like, a last-second field goal. Ooh, they won 16-13. I just want to see Max Johnson's stats. Uh, they're probably really not relevant here, but I just kind of wanted to. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. Um, I don't know. Maybe A&M finds something in the passing game this week. Arkansas is that bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, a and going to be able to pass the ball because of the defense they're facing. Revenge game revenge game from last year? Yeah, Arkansas kind of – Arkansas kind of embarrassed a and if it wasn't for – didn't um, – Max Johnson, I guess – did Max Johnson get hurt in that game last year? Garrett Nussmeyer had all the passing attempts for LSU. Oh, yeah, that's right. Max Johnson – oh, he might have already entered the portal. Also, KJ – He had stats. He went three for six. Okay, then didn't he got it? hurt. Didn't KJ Jefferson throw like a pick six versus AM late in that game to kind of soften the blow or something like that? 
So I think a and is going to come out wanting to win this game. Like Arkansas yeah. dominated. Arkansas's offensive line dominated last year. Yeah, I remember. That. I remember that. Yeah. Well, that doesn't happen this year. A and no. doesn't have the wide receivers they had last year. Mm. All right, we've all picked a and I mean, I mean Arkansas. I mean Arkansas doesn't have the wide receivers. Yeah, well, they had Trayvon Burks, who's yeah. pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, well, he's not doing for the Titans now. Right. Okay. Let's see. We got Oklahoma hosting K State. <laughs> Addison's K State Big Twelve champions. Uh, I, like Oklahoma to, I like Oklahoma to win by like a lot. I'm also picking Oklahoma. I like Oklahoma to win by a lot. Will's going to pick Kansas State. I'm going to pick Kansas State to cover, but not win, obviously. I think that part of that Tulane thing was a little overlooking. Um, K-State has all – even when K-State loses to Oklahoma, it's usually a very good game. Um, and I'm just going off – I mean, I just don't think – I think very highly of Chris Kleiman, K-State's coach. He'd be a good guy to look at for Nebraska. Um, yeah, I just – I like K-State to cover. Not really too much logic behind it besides history. And I think they have a great running back. Okay. I do like Deuce Vaughn. Who doesn't? Isn't he from like he, where is he from? Arkansas? I can't remember, but his dad used to coach at Ole Miss, so he used to live in Oxford for a little bit. I think he's from Fayetteville. His dad might have coached to Arkansas then too. I think but, Oklahoma's. I think Oklahoma's better than I wanted to believe early in the year. I I'm, I kind of lean with you too. I I thought they were like an eight and four type, nine and three, but I think I'm going to be way wrong on that. I don't think Kansas State's offense is good enough for – I think Brent Venables is, is a good defensive coach, and I think he'll have a plan to yep. slow Kansas State's offense. Deuce Vaughn is from Fayetteville, in case you're wondering. Um, yeah. All right, one more game before our game of the century that Will's been itching to talk about. USC, a six-and-a-half-point favorite at Oregon State, over under, Jesus Christ, 71 points. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow, that's a lot of points. That is a ton of points. That is a lot of points. I love USC. Lock them up. USC minus six and a half. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to take USC probably whatever the first half is as well. However, I will protect myself a little bit. Weird things happen in Pac-12 after dark. It's true. I keep waiting for the Lincoln-Riley game to happen, and it's going to happen at some point where they just lose to somebody inexplicably, where they have more talent than whatever. This is one of those type of games. I don't think they do. I think USC covers, and I think this. I think Oregon State will score with them, but they'll just be two touchdowns behind the whole time. So I you're mean, saying take think, the over, Will? I'm saying this is going to be like a 45 to 31 type game. Addison? All right, I have a take on Lincoln Riley's weird games at Oklahoma versus now at USC. At Oklahoma, he was born on third base. He was handed the keys to a supercharged Maserati or some fancy car, and he was kind of reckless with it at times. Now he's been handed the keys to a rebuilt car or in the process of rebuilding a nice car, and he's got to prove to everyone 
that this car can be back on the road, top notch, and he's locked in, at least for this year. I don't think you're going to get a game like that for the most part. I mean, you might against a good, a better opponent than Oregon State, but he's not letting Oregon State hang around. I, I would think say he's locked in. I think he's locked in. He's trying to make a point this year because everybody was dogging on him in the offseason. Okay, let's not compare USC to like it's it has the potential to be like a Maserati. You yeah, know, that's like what I was saying. He's he's, he's restoring a luxury car. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was trying to say. I figured, right. but I was just trying to clarify. I'll make this brief since we're kind of running on time. But uh, the game of the century. I've had this circled for a while now, and it turns out that they are worse than I originally thought. The Iowa Hawkeyes traveled to Piscataway to play the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Iowa opens as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, and the over-under is 34-and-a-half. Yes, 34-and-a-half. This is the easiest under of all time. Iowa wins three safeties to two safeties. <laughs> you know what's really funny? I would be really almost is going to score probably 34 and a half, 35 points on their end. Yeah, no, I know. I don't I don't care. I'm gonna watch this game just because it's a sicko game and it'll be just fun to watch misery. Um I think I'd go with the under. Is is Iowa gonna score eight points? Um uh, to be to, that's up in the air. <laughs> Will I'm not betting on this game. Will but, what yeah. time is this game? I believe it's at three two thirty. Let's ask Siri. So, are you going what to? What time is the Iowa Rutgers it? game? Six PM. We're good. Perfect. Perfect. FS One. Tune in. Are you going to Oxford this weekend, Will? I am. Okay. Are you going, Tom? Are you coming, Thomas? Um, no, my dad's coming in town, uh, so I want to hang out with him this weekend. So Very I'll be in Beham, but I'll be there next weekend for Kentucky. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't have this game on my list. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Rutgers okay. is a Big Ten team. Can Iowa score enough points to beat a Big Ten team by a touchdown? Rutgers has their backup quarterback, and they only scored 16 points against Temple last week. So, so Rutgers isn't going to score. No. that I, Iowa's defense is incredible. They are. We can make fun of that offense all we want and make fun of Iowa, all that. You can't make fun of that defense. So so it sounds like the under will be the play here. Should we uh, bet the under? Should we bet the under just for funsies? I'm betting the under for funsies. Yeah. Because it's 34 and a half. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Well, hold on. It's I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do it right now on air. <laughs> I'll do it with you. Let's go. Wait, can I get these? Oh, oh, I have a better idea, Thomas. What? A teaser. Ooh, are we teasing? I'm going to do – I'm going to tease Iowa State. I'm going to do a six-point teaser. So, I'm going to get six more points on the over. So, I'm going to have 41 and a half over under, and I'm going to have Iowa uh, minus uh, – what, seven plus six? Uh, 13. <laughs> 13 and a half. 
So Iowa, wait, no, no, hold on. You're doing Iowa is a what? A 13 and a half point favorite and under 41 and a half. I'm going to combine. So you're doing, hold on. Okay. So you're doing Iowa under. And then what was the second one? Oh, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, Iowa is a minus one and a half favorite because I'm getting them. Ooh. Under, under 40. And Iowa minus one and a half. That's yes, what you're doing. I'm doing it. I'm locking it in right now. Dude, I am too. Let's go. That's my lock of the week. Iowa minus one and a half. Iowa minus one and a half and under 40 combined. It's, it's like a parlay. When you do a teaser, Let's ride. both of those have to hit. How much money have you, are you going to give me because I gave you this idea? None. Bet yourself. None, but I just confirmed it. Sam. Awesome. I'm going to put it in my action app right now. Yeah, I need to. Ooh. Is action is action premium worth it? I used it. Okay. All right. Send me I'm the stuff for that, so I can kind of I could do the tr- uh, what I would bet on there because you know I don't put money on it. You you were saying something about that, so I mean, you just go in here. You can just go in here and just log like your picks, essentially. Oh, yeah. Right. And and you can. I don't know what app up. it is. All right. So let's just. It's say, called Action. A C T I O N. All right, so let's just say Ole Miss Tulsa. You click on the game. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I messed up. Great pod. Well, what was uh, the best part about your day as she's pulling it up? Um, seeing my family. This morning. That's yeah. sweet. All right. Sorry. I had technical issues for a second. All right. So let's just say Tulsa Ole Miss right here. It shows me the this these things. So here it has. It has Tulsa. You know, you pick which one you want. Um, you can change it. You know, like if you have a custom bet, first half, second half, first quarter, whatever. Uh, it has the money line and it has over under. Now, these don't always line up with my book, but you don't, you're not actually gambling, so it wouldn't be a problem. But so, like, let's just say I want to bet Ole Miss minus 21 and a half. I click that, and it takes me to this. So, I put in, you know, my risk, and I put in what the spread is. And so, like, you would just go off what's already populated because you're not – you don't Addison, have any different. Quick segue, West Virginia is now one and a half point favorite versus Virginia Tech. And then you just press check that at the bottom. Oh. I might want to take that. I might take so that. Like, we'll let's say you wanted to bet – and I do mine as units. You can change it to units or money. You could do like like if you were going to bet fifty dollars on the game, you could put fifty dollars in it. You know, it gives you your win percentage. Let me show you what it does. All right, so I started tracking last year halfway through the season. I've made ninety eight bets. Um, my last seven, I was eleven and two, and it gives you your win percentage and your return on investment, and how many units or dollars you were up, depending on what you want to track it by. I'll play with that when I come up to Oxford this weekend. You should. But all right, we gotta we gotta do our locks. I think we've all kind of said them. Addison, you said yours was Iowa minus. Yes, and and I really like I like USC. Um, I'm taking USC really, minus six and a half. And I really like Ole Miss first half. Um, hold on, let me put. I'm typing this in. So like. Those you, my, say, those you, get, my, you get 
Okay. I, li- I like the Iowa game as a lock, but those are my other favorite bets. Okay. Well, no, your your Iowa minus a half point and under forty is one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's You're doing my a lock. teaser. That that teaser is so my we're going to take that off. Okay. My let's see, what did I do for mine? I already told you mine, Vols. Yep. I could I would say Michigan would be a lot too, but I'm just picking one this week. That's fair. Um because Maryland could scare. They have I like Mar- Maryland has a good quarterback, Florida does not. Um this is true. So yeah, that's that. Awesome. Will you want to close this out? Oh wait, do we have outright outright upsets we want to pick? Uh, Missouri, Baylor. Baylor. Um, I, I won't type. <laughs> um, what did I have? I had Missouri over Barn. That's what I did too. Mm, maybe I need to find a different one. You don't have to if you don't want to. It's okay. I like doing different. Also a bet oh, because UCF to cover. We could do two, right? Yeah, you can sure. do two. Um, I'll do James Madison over App State. That's your is that your underdog of the week or your lock of the week? Upset, not lock. I would not do that okay. at all. And then I'm I'll, I'm doing the Missouri Auburn too. I like Baylor. Cool. I have you. We'll close this out. Thank you all for listening as always. And we will see you all next time. I have nothing interesting or funny to say. Thomas, do we want to bet the under of that game also? Just so, just for funsies. Did it stop? Uh, or should which we just one? do the, which just one? Do the parlay? No, we're we're also we're also going to do the under thirty four and a half for fun. Okay, all right, there we go, and that's our show, folks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. All right.